0: welcome back to perfectly imperfect with janae what's up what's good hope y'all been doing good don't mind my voice i just got back from a three-day conference so it's gonna be a little raspy but we gonna get the word in today okay And speaking of the conference, I just, I got back from a Christian conference. And when I tell y'all this was the most amazing experience of my life, like it just truly increased my faith from like zero to 100. Okay, now I had a little bit of faith, but it just (laughs) really just. Increase. I just wanted to highlight, like, it just really made me feel very overwhelmed of like who God really is, and just made my belief system just expand and open my eyes and my mind. And it was just an overall great experience. And I really recommend y'all going to a conference if you're newly walking in your faith, if you've been walking in your faith your whole life, go to a conference and just be in his presence. Like, I feel like when you, there are hundreds of people in one room glorifying god you just it's just an overflow like an overwhelming feeling of his love and his and his presence in our lives so i just had to put that in there but while we speaking of our good almighty god i want to talk about being a child of god on this episode because while i was at that conference it just really clicked that i am a child of god like i knew intellectually and logically that i was a child of god but i didn't understand in my heart that i was a child of god it was just something that like okay you're walking on this faith journey and you read about it you read in the word that you are a child and he is our father you you hear other people around you saying that we are child children of god but it's still like that far away feeling At least for me, that's what I had until I went to this conference and I was in the shower, y'all. And I'm just reflecting on everything that just was happening and everything God has been doing for me. And it just clicked, y'all. Like, it just hit me. Like, a wave of just love just hit me. And and I was just like, I am his daughter. Like, I am a daughter. Like, I am a child of God. It's not something that I just know, but it's something that I feel in my soul and my spirit. And I just understand, like... God's love for me and his trust for me, his trust to give me purpose, his trust to give me a calling in life, his trust to just save me and bring me to him. Like it was just a very, very, very undeniable feeling that I felt in that moment. So I wanted to come on here and talk about like what is being a child of God and who is our heavenly father? Okay, when we talk about the father, when we talk about being a child of God, what is that? What is that, and how does it look? <laughs> Especially being in this world and experiencing hurt and trauma from our worldly fathers or from our earthly fathers, we may feel that strong disconnect from our heavenly fathers, or we may not just put, our, I mean, our heavenly father, or we may not put him before all things because we don't feel that connect connectingness of like him being our one and true dad. In 2 Corinthians six eighteen, it says, And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And I really enjoy this verse because I recently lost my dad to cancer. So just having that father that will never leave me, that spiritual heavenly father that will never leave me, never leave me physically, emotionally, spiritually, is just really all that I need on this walk with God, because no matter who leaves you in this world, you can know and trust that God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. No matter how far astray you go from him, he will always be the same God that is always there waiting on you to come back. So what is a heavenly father? And I want to try to pull out y'all's journals and write down what, in your opinion, you think a father is. Like not a heavenly father, not an earthly father, like just When you hear someone say dad or father or you hear someone talk about their dad or father, what comes to your mind? Write down what a dad is. It could come from your own reality or it could come from movies, just anything in your head that leads to the meaning of dad. Write that down. Some of us have experienced an absent, abusive, or distant father, and that could be your reality. Or some may have experienced a loving, present, and protective father. That could have been your reality. Someone someone could have an experience of a father who is a leader, who is very authoritative, who don't play no games. That could be your reality of who your father is. And some people can have a little bit of all the above. Um, in my experience, my dad was very affectionate and loving. Um, he was my comforter. He was that person I went to for like a safe space and just knowing that I'm gonna be loved in his arms and in his presence. Um, he was that person that kept it real with me. He always kept it real and he saw me as a princess and I did no wrong in his eyes and he was just a person that I really looked up to and I really cared a lot about and I was really proud of. And then um, as time grew, I always kept that same stance, of him, stance on him. But as time grew, you know, as I got older, we became more distant. And um, he wasn't as present in my life as I would have wanted him to be. And we didn't speak as much as I wish we could have. And I don't feel like he understood me as much as I wanted to. But he was always that person that I knew that he was my safe space and he would always be there to listen to me through all things. Even if I wasn't right or he didn't really want to hear it, he still listened to me as um, his daughter and as someone he loved with all of his heart, all of his being. So that's kind of my reality of who a dad is. When I think of dad, that's who I think of. I think that whoever you see your earthly dad or worldly dad as is how you're going to see your heavenly father, your spiritually father, who God is. Because it's a reflection, like in our mind, it's a reflection of that. Like, okay, this is who my earthly father is. He wasn't here in my life. So I don't feel like God is here in my life. How can I trust a father that I can't physically see if I can't even trust a father that I can physically see, but he's not even here. Or if my dad was really authoritative and he didn't play no games and he's just very strict, that's how I'm going to think God is. I'm going to think he's someone who is very strict and authoritative. And I might run away from that or I might become sneaky and not listen. I've been on this journey with God for a couple of years now. And although I've grown tremendously in my faith and like, Just following in his footsteps, I still felt a disconnect from me and God because it was just that resistance to fully give in and trust and accept the relationship for what it truly is because of the lack of trust I had in my own life, or because of the distant nature that me and my father grew to be. Me and my real father. I lacked the deep down understanding in my heart that i am a child of god like i knew it was something intellectually but i lacked in my heart like this is what it is and this is the understanding of what it is it just it just was that barrier between me and god and i felt like i couldn't really move on in my journey with him and serving my purpose because i didn't have that daughtership with him knowing that i am his child and that i can trust in him fully and it wasn't until a couple of, like, what, two, three days ago. Yes, it wasn't until three days ago when I fully grasped it. Like, when it fully just hit me. I want to bring up Mark 5.34. In this chapter um, of Mark, it was talking about a lady who was healed by Jesus, a sick lady. And basically, this lady didn't she did she wanted to shy away she didn't want to reveal herself she just wanted to touch Jesus' clothes and she believed that if she just touched his clothes that that would be enough to heal her she didn't have to fully acknowledge him but if she just touched him touched a little bit of him that she would be healed and when she touched him he immediately felt her touch and he asked who just touched me now at this time there was a lot of people who were trying to get healing from god i mean healing from jesus So his disciples were just like, all these people touching you, what do you mean who's touching you? And he's just like, no, no, someone with extreme faith touched me, a faith that I felt touched me. And so she reveals herself and she was like, it was me. And he's, he goes on to say, daughter, your faith has healed you go in peace and be freed from your suffering. So not only does our faith in, in, in who God is and our faith in and our journey with him heal us and bring us peace and free us from our suffering but he calls us by daughter in the midst of that he acknowledges us in the midst of that he's like i'm gonna heal you your faith is gonna heal you but i want you to know you are my daughter in the midst of your healing i want you to know who you are okay who you are you are not just Uh, anybody you are my daughter and you are healed and I feel like that just hits differently when I read that it just hits differently because we all want to be claimed by our fathers and we all feel a void and an emptiness when our fathers don't claim us or when our fathers don't want us or when our fathers don't seek us or speak to us we feel that we feel that void so the fact that God and Jesus is calling her daughter just really shows the power of who we are in God, the power of our faith, power of our heart posture towards God. I talked about how me being at the conference showed me that I am his daughter. In my heart, it showed me. And that was because I was surrounded by so many other believers and so many other people of faith. Like it was just so many people that I was surrounded by that believed in God and I know that God intentionally put me in this place to be surrounded by his people when he surrounded me around people who didn't even know me but still showed love to me still prayed over me we were in a prayer room and there was just a whole bunch of women that I was just sitting next to and the girl was praying over emotional healing and that just really hit me and I started crying because I am healing emotionally from the loss of my dad and when she saw that and acknowledged that, and the whole group of girls touched me and prayed over me, prayed over my healing. That just showed me God's love for me through people. Like God sees me as his daughter, and he wants me to be healed, and he's sending people I don't even know to heal me, to speak life over me, to pray over me. That small act of kindness, and it's not even a small act, that huge act of kindness just showed me how much God really loved me, and letting God use them to show his love for you, I feel like that is something that can increase your faith in knowing that you are a child of God because he loves you enough to show you that love, both spiritually and physically, and that disconnect that we feel just slowly slowly leaves every day every single day that you are more connected with people who love and believe in him sometimes we have that disconnect because our earthly relationships with our dad are super imperfect but knowing and understanding that God is a perfect God God is an intentional God and God makes no mistakes God chose us as his children. He called us his children. When you keep walking on this journey and you keep praying and allowing him to open your allow him to open your heart and and dwell his presence in your life, you come to know in your spirit that God loves you, that God knows you, that God chose you, that God has purpose for you. I think even God saving me and using me to uplift others on their journey with God just shows how much he loves and trusts me and sees me as his daughter. And I didn't even see that before, y'all. I didn't even see, like, God trusts me to speak life into other people, to speak his word into other people, but I don't trust him to lead me and guide me and love on me. You see how backwards that is? Like, I didn't even notice that until just recently when I just sat back and observed everything that has been going on in my life and just observed the power that God has given me through my faith in him. So, what are the characteristics of a heavenly father that I have seen in my life that I've seen play out in my life? I've seen my heavenly father be a protective father, okay? Both spiritually And physically, no matter how much spiritual warfare I went through at the beginning of this journey with God, I feel like when God heals you and he saves you, when he gives you a word, when he speaks his spirit onto you, you are going to get spiritual warfare. And we're going to talk about that in another episode of what spiritual warfare is and what it can look like. But you are going to get loads and loads of that. But just knowing and embedding in your soul and reading and being in your word, you know that you are spiritually protected by God and that. And you know that what the devil means to do you harm will not touch you, will not touch any part of your spiritual being. God is a protective God physically. I didn't put myself in so many situations before coming to God that was just not safe for my physical being. That could have put me in harm's way. That could have killed me but God being two steps ahead and loving me and seeing me as his child even when I didn't acknowledge him protecting me like God is a protective God he showed me that that is his characteristic of being a heavenly father he's going to protect me my heavenly father is patient when I first joined this journey with him it took him having a lot of patience for me because I am slow to dive into something like I need to know everything and all things before I accept it as something that's me I need to know I need to read the whole description before I decide I want to submit to this and God never astrayed me or left me alone because I didn't just fully dive in right away he was patient with me and he let me learn in my own pace in my own way to of who of who he is My Heavenly Father is kind, kind, always feeding me words that are positive and uplifting, uh, telling me how beautiful I am, letting me feel how beautiful I am, using other people, using words, using books, using phrases to show me how beautiful I am. You know God is speaking to you when you feel it in your spirit, when you read something and, and it hits in your soul. My heavenly father is a leader, okay? I always be like, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. And then here he goes. He's like, no, you're going to do this. And this is the way you're going. And this is the way you're going to walk. And he leads me in a way that is is promising because his way is always better than my own way. God is a disciplinary, okay? Walking on this journey with God, he's going to call you out when you're wrong, okay? You're going to feel that conviction when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. But it's always for good reason and meaning. It's never to shame you or belittle you. It's always to help you grow and see things in the way that our Father sees them. Um, God, my Heavenly Father, is slow to anger. Okay, all the times that I did want to do it my own way and heard his voice tell me to go this way and I still did it my own way and got myself in sticky situations, he still showed me grace and love and brought me up out of that situation. I never felt his just wrath fall on me to a point where I just felt very unloved and like he was just very angry at me and didn't want me anymore. My Heavenly Father is present. He's present. He's always, always, always been there. When I look back at my life before God, I can see that He was always there. When I didn't see it, He was there leading me, leading my every footstep. He was there in the process of leading me to Him. He's always present. When I'm in my quiet place with Him, crying, bawling my eyes out, praying, (laughs) He's always there listening to me and being present because He affirms to me that He is there listening to me. I never feel lonely, even when I am alone. I'm never lonely. My heavenly father is understanding, understanding of all things, understanding of the way I am and what I do. And he doesn't make me feel like I'm dumb for not knowing something that I should have known. I feel like walking on this journey with with him, you feel like you should know all things and you should know the Bible and you should know all the scriptures, but God is not a person who feels like we should intellectually know everything before we can join him. He's a very understanding God. Our father is someone who knows all things, okay? He's someone that I can trust because I know that he wants the best for me, and I know that he knows me inside and out, so he knows what (laughs) I'm thinking, what I'm doing, what I want to do. He just knows all things. He knows what type of guys I am attracted to and what type of guys I need to be with. He knows how I am um, when it comes to learning new things. He knows how to get to me because of the way I am. I could be feeling like a weirdo and God's like, it's okay, you my weirdo. And and I know how to communicate with you because I know you, I made you, I formed you. (laughs) And God is loving. He is a loving, loving, loving God. This whole journey and me speaking and being a vessel of his love is to get to y'all so that y'all can feel his love through the words that I speak through him speaking through me, okay? This is my whole point of this podcast is knowing and understanding in your heart God's love for you, okay? So God is loving. I want y'all to know God is loving through anything and everything, okay? God will put things in your place that will show you how loving he is. Even in the midst of the storm, he is still a loving God. Even in the midst of your trials, he is still a loving God. Even in the midst of your conviction and and wanting to change you and prune you, he is still a loving God. Okay, And let me highlight that patience one more time, patient aspect, because God has been really patient on me and me transforming into who he wants me to be. Because I'm just like, God, I don't want to do that because... This is me. I don't want to lose who I am. And he's like, Girl, I'm not trying to make you lose who you are. I'm just trying to transform you into who I want you to be, girl. You're still going to be yourself. <laughs> so he's real patient and understanding. Man, he's everything. He's everything that I've always needed. He is the perfect father. So now that we got into what God is in my life, and I hope that y'all can. Um, look in hindsight and open your eyes to how he's been in your life spiritually and write all those things down to remind yourself what kind of father he is even if you don't have that type of relationship with your earthly father. So what does it look like to be a child of God? First we need to know what a child of God is. It says in his word to be a child of God means that our old sinful nature is replaced with a nature that is pleasing to the Lord. So that's like dying of ourselves and becoming new again in Christ. When I just told y'all, I'm like God trying to change me into who he want me to be. And I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person because I like who I am. That's just me trying to hold on to my worldly self and not trying to be transformed into who the Lord sees as loving and pleasing and as his daughter. So dying of our sinful nature, y'all, we are all sinners. We all fall short of God's glory and being his child is dying of that every day being born again in his name every day shedding things that don't serve us and don't serve him or don't serve serve where he wants us to be and letting him lead us and let in and, and wanting to wanting to let him lead us and wanting to be wanting him to be pleased of who we are so that's first and foremost now let's get into what it looks like <laughs> It looks like spending intimate time with God, okay? Me and my earthly father when I was little, I love spending time with him, just me and him, loving on each other, learning about each other, growing with each other. That's how we should be spending our time with our spiritual dad, our spiritual father, our heavenly father. We should be spending intimate, quiet time with him without other people being around, just you and God, reading your word, praising him, listening to um, praise music. Taking yourself out on dates and just having conversations with God. In your car having conversations with God. Me and my dad used to just be sitting on the phone, just enjoying each other's present enjoying enjoying each other's presence or just talking. And that's how you should be with your spiritual father. Just spending that intimate, quiet time with him, being in his presence so that you can develop trust in who he is. And speaking of next is trusting in God to lead you. In reality, A God-fearing earthly father is someone that you trust to lead you because you trust his decisions on your life. So that is how we should look to our Heavenly Father as we should trust in him with all things because he is not going to lead us astray. He wants what's best for us, and I know that's easy to say, and not easy to walk in but when you just slowly he says in his word walk by faith and not by sight and when you see when you are walking in faith and then things just start coming to you because you trusted in him to lead you then it'll make it easier for you to trust in him to lead you and and easier for you to walk on your journey because you are seen from your obedience next seeking god seeking god being the one to openly seek god my hev- my earthly father, I used to be very annoyed by him expecting me and my brother to call him. Like, you can call us, we your children. And then when I look at who God is, God it was never a forceful person on my life. He never forced me to follow him or to call on him or to acknowledge him. He never forced it. It was me who needed him and who needed to seek him for my salvation, for my healing. So it's important to seek God because God is not yes he's going to use things and do things that maybe put you in a situation to need him but at the end of the day he gives us free will to follow him or to not follow him to seek him or to not seek him so being his child of God is important it is important for us to seek him all the time every day wanting to be in his presence all the time every day wanting to please God, okay? My earthly dad saw me as a princess. He saw me as perfection. He saw me as pure in his eyes. And that is how I want my spiritual father to see me. I want him to see me as a princess. I want him to see me as pure. I want him to see me as wonderful and smart and got my head on my shoulders. Like, that's how I want my God to see me. So what can I do that shows What can I do that is pleasing to him, that shows him that I am a very secure woman who wants him, who wants him to look at me like that is my child and I am pleased by my child. So being a child of God is pleasing him. And that goes with dying of our sinful nature because there are some things that we do. And if we did it in front of our dads in real life, our God-fearing dads in real life, if we had one or if we really do have one, There's some things we wouldn't do in their presence. So why would you be doing it at all in front of God? Because God is a God that sees all things. Our earthly fathers may not see the things we're doing, but our heavenly father sees it, sees it all. And do you want him to see you as, do you want him to be pleased by you and give you glory and bless you? Next is being faithful to him. Always backing up our heavenly father. Okay, my dad, you couldn't say nothing about my dad without me having something to say to you. Okay, I was 10 toes behind my dad. If you had something bad to say about him, you was going to hear my mouth. Okay, because don't talk about my dad. At least don't talk about him in my presence. And I always admired people who saw God as that when I wasn't following God. And I would be like talking mad mess about God and people would be standing 10 toes down behind God and who their Jesus is. And I always admired that. So I'm just like, you can't even see him and you still backing him up. So being faithful, okay? always backing him up not switching up on him when someone else comes around and they have different views of you standing strong in who you are and always uplifting your heavenly father and not allowing anyone to disrespect him being a child of God is being patient okay patience okay patience okay God is patient with us so we need to be patient with him we need to not we need to stop expecting more out of God expecting him to do this, expecting him to do that, and being disappointed when he don't do that and not wanting to be in his presence no more because he's not doing this because you feel like you should be here and he got you down here. Being patient. God wants to fulfill the desires of our hearts. He wants to give us heaven on earth, but we have to be patient and listen to him and be grateful and appreciate everything that he already does for us. And lastly, I would say being a child of God is praising God. Okay, I was a proud, a proud child of my earthly father. Okay, I was proud to call him my dad. I'm walking around like, yes, this is my dad. Do you see him? Yes, my dad opened that. Yep, my, you see that gentleman over there? Yep, that's my dad. I was proud to call him dad. And that's how we should be with our heavenly father. We should be proud to worship him, proud to praise him, proud to call him our heavenly father. I felt very... very embarrassed and shy to like be in church and be jumping up and down, praising him during praise and worship. But then when I went to the conference and I saw all the other college students who were my age praising him, jumping up and down, like they had a concert for Jesus. I was just like, okay, Janae, what are you embarrassed for? Be proud. Look at everything he's done for you. Why aren't you, you don't even deserve him to be in your life, but he is, and he's been faithful to you. He's loved on you, so why are you embarrassed to praise him and give him glory? We should outwardly show our love to him because we are proud children. We are proud daughters of him, and he is proud of us. That's all I got to say, um, and I just want to read this last verse, Romans eight fourteen. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God, and I know in his word he says a lot like son of god son of god son of god and as daughters of god we may look at that and be like what son i'm a, I'm a girl he's just speaking in general like we are his children and we are his sons like we it it don't take it personally but if we are led by the spirit of god if we let his spirit dwell in us if we lead if we let him lead us and we acknowledge him in all of our ways and we have adopted his sonmanship, we have been adopted into his family, and we could proudly walk in that and proclaim that we are children of God, which we all should be, and I all want us to get to that point if we don't feel like we're at that point yet. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. This is Perfectly Imperfect with Janae, and stay tuned for more, and make sure every day you are reminding yourself and affirming to yourself that you are a child of the Most High. Point blank.